Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Do Go On. My name is Matt Stewart, and this is the Do Go On podcast. Is that oh, kind of right? It's cl- sure. Hey Jess, why don't you take it from here? Hello, and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. Okay. My name is Jess Perkins, That's and fantastic. as always, I'm joined by Matt Stewart. Hey Jess, how's it going? I'm fine. We are not alone <laughs> in the studio, though. Ah, we have some guests. I was wondering who they were. Do you what, want to introduce them? Why did you have Matt even have first crack at I don't know. Intro? I was being kind. Yeah, yeah. look, we'll take it from here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Do Go Welcome On. Welcome to Do Go On, guys. <laughs> Call in. 1-800-DO-GO-ON. Have you seen something go on? <laughs> also, you listen to the show, Carl. Should we get a hotline? <laughs> we are, of course, joined by Carl Chandler and Tommy Dasselow of the Dum Dum Club. Hello and welcome back. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Um, where's, when's the other the little boy? When does he get here? When does the um, he... little fella? He plays by his own rules. Okay. He turns up when he wants to turn up, okay. that and little boy. Is the is the rule that you don't <laughs> shit your pants before you come in? <laughs> that is that's the the... Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. I just assumed he was busy playing an elf at like Kmart <laughs> for like a Santa Claus photo it's display or something. It's his busiest season. <laughs> yeah, we're allowed to say this, aren't we? He's not, he, we, in the group chat this morning, he said he can't come in because he has... Massive diarrhea because <laughs> because we're off to a hot start I mean, today. I think well, massive is editorialising <laughs> yeah. a little bit, but it is. I mean, if you well, pull it out of a podcast, exactly. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we had to drive across town. If he had just had a little bit of diarrhea, then he should be in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he what? He ate nachos at a cinema. No, he ate fish, fish tacos, tacos. Right, which. Yeah, it's is, a now, bold is, choice. Is he a guy? Now again, you guys know this way more than me, but isn't he a guy with a delicate digestive system? Yeah. Now, uh, why is he? Why is he trying fish tacos on the eve of a very important podcast? Yeah, yeah. That's look, true. I'm going to go a, st- a level above that. Why is the cinema having a crack at making the fish taco? <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I mean, I can't. 
I'm I'm cut from the same cloth as Dave. Delicate digestive system, but if I see something wild like that on a menu, yeah. I'm going, you know what? I'm going to see what Hoyts do with yeah. this. I'm curious. <laughs> hey, honey, do you want a choc top or a fish taco? <laughs> <laughs> Who's asking? <laughs> So yeah, we uh we were meant to do a we were meant to do a big double crossover yes. episode of our two pods today. Yeah. yeah. But instead we said, fuck your podcast. Yes. Yeah. Just, let's just do ours well, instead I, I've had to ex- I've had to explain to Matt wasn't very happy. I said <laughs> we want the whole Rolling Stones on our episode on yeah. the twin recording. We can't we can't be missing Mick or Keith or whoever you want to assign <laughs> the role of Dave to. What do you th- who do you think you you three are in of, of the Rolling we Stones? We haven't done the Rolling Stones. We've only done um, Destiny's Child, and we know Dave's the Michelle. Um, oh, okay. So okay. I don't know about so who's Rolling Beyonce? Stones. Yeah. Um, you are. I yeah, I'm Beyonce. Okay, nice. so that means you're Mick then. Yeah, <laughs> you're Mick? yeah I, I guess I'm Mick. Jess Mick. is Mick. Okay. I think <laughs> Dave is Keith. Okay, and you are. <laughs> and I'm. Charlie I'm probably Ross. the guy died yeah. in a pool or whatever. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Brian Jones. Brian Jones. So he Did he sta- die in a pool? Yeah, he started He started the band and then he got real shit at it. Yeah. And then they kicked him out. They and moved then past him real quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably about right. <laughs> Should we just do the Rolling Stones today? Because yeah. I'm covering the topic. Yeah. And I, I was uh, talking to Dave last night kind of about some of the bullet points of it. And then all of a sudden he gets up this morning. He's like, I can't be on the episode. <laughs> right, right. So it hasn't really instilled a lot of faith in me yeah. about the quality of what I'm bringing to the table. Doesn't right. bode well, does, does it? Doesn't yeah. bode well. well he, yeah, to be fair, he should be the, the, the Brian Jones, the guy who's dead. Because yeah. he's in a That's pool true. of his own, you know what, at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go. I don't, I don't know if he specified which way I was coming out, but he did say... Yeah. Well, yeah. no, he did. he did. No, he did. Yeah, he, he did. did. I, it was kind of like we gradually got more information <laughs> yeah. out of him as we were as we were all sort of like angrier and angrier about <laughs> the fact that we we all need this to happen. We're all banking episodes yes. for the holiday break, and also this has been in the pipes for about six months. That's yeah. the yeah, other yeah, part yeah, of it yeah. too. Yeah. Um. What do you know? What movie he was seeing? I was there with him. We saw Violent Night. Oh my god! <laughs> it was awesome. It was so good. And what what were you eating instead? Uh, I didn't want to say because um, I was eating basically nachos. Yeah. Um, I was like, "What did you order? The two week old milk?" <laughs> <laughs> I, um, That's a glass of old milk. <laughs> no, no, not out of the fridge. That one in the windowsill. It's not on the carpet. Can you scrape that off for me? It looks delicious. Because he messaged me this morning saying, "Hey, just to let you know, this might be coming for you as well." Right. And I'm oh, like, you got early access. I'm like, I'm. I'm fi- Patreon well, only information. <laughs> yeah. I was. I'm like. I'm feeling pretty fine. I, any chance it was the fish tacos yeah. that you had? And he said, "Oh yeah." Oh, that- what did he think you were? How did he think you were going to get it through the movie? <laughs> the <laughs> the we, movie made the movie, me sick. Yeah. <laughs> we know we shared we because we did a gig earlier and we shared the catering there, so it could have been oh. that. But then this was the uh, this was post gig. Right. We that's when we split off. He went fish tacos. Right. I went chips and guacamole. Right. <laughs> so this is, this yeah. truly is like a science experiment because yeah. you've got the control. We they be tested the it. Catering and yeah. then yeah. So we can a hundred percent level this at the fish taco. Mm. Yes, yeah. I All think right. so. This was well, you know, I'm I'm sort of used to it when it comes to to uh, this podcast and the members of because it was only two weeks ago <laughs> when. Someone pulled out of a gig I run, Comedy Explained. It starts at 8.30. I think it was 6.30 when I got the pullout. Yeah. The day after Meredith Music Festival. And from, <laughs> no. From all reports I heard was Matt Stewart was absolutely no, no, no. That, no good after that. Meredith was this weekend. That was uh, that was an entirely 
Was it? Different thing, yeah. I want. I I need gigs at the moment. I would have thought you'd have people begging for that spot. No, because there's a lot of people like you and Dave Warnicky that keep pulling out. Oh, really? Guys, can we pivot? This honestly is just an episode of our show. (laughs) (laughs) Why we? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. We could do this for another 55 minutes easily. We're talking (laughs) diarrhea. We're talking gig beefs. We're fully in our wheelhouse now. We've just taken the ship over. We've Captain Phillips it. (laughs) That's why we need Dave here. We need to outnumber guests or we lose control very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jess, why don't you, or maybe we normally get one of us to explain how this show works. Tommy, do you reckon you could have a crack at explaining (laughs) what Do Go On is? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, Well, uh, three... People of varying Wrong levels of reliability um, come together and uh, they ask someone else who's not affiliated with the show to spend a few days putting together research on a topic mm. and then one of the hosts pulls out at the last minute. <laughs> yeah. Is that what the show That's is? Right. What yeah. It is yeah. yeah, for about seven years now. <laughs> and uh, we normally get on a topic with a question. I don't know if you've written a question here, Tommy. No. Nah. Okay, fantastic, because yeah. already, you've already let slip what the topic is anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My question for the listeners is, uh, what is the most famous Russian video game? Oh, wow. Oh. That's a tough question, because surely there's no definitive answer is to what... It's like saying, who is the most famous person in the world? Well, you can't, ha- you can't have a litmus well, test to find okay, that well, out. Okay, well, name another Russian video game. <laughs> <laughs> another one? I can't even name a first... What's the first one? <laughs> Am um, I even right saying it's Russian? No, one hundred percent you are. Well done. Yeah. Oh, oh what is a Ru- oh, okay? Well, what is a Russian game? Uh, the um, video game Super Gorbachev Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say what I prepared the topic. Miss on. Yeltsin Man. <laughs> <laughs> Super Gorbachev. <laughs> now, just because somebody, um, one of our listeners, is keeping tally of which of us gets. Who guesses it right? I'm just oh. going to jump in there to get a point. Is it Tetris? It sure is. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's a point yeah. for me. That's a fucking point for that's me. That's Russian. Well done. Actually, I'm looking at a book that you've brought in that's clearly a book about Tetris, <laughs> and now I'm going, oh, oh okay, yeah. yeah, I yeah. should have probably guessed that one too. Yeah, you guys. Now, to the best of my knowledge, the three of you aren't gamers. But you surely have interacted with Tetris. Oh, at some point. I've been playing Tetris recently. <laughs> I like, I like, I like the way that, that question should go. Now, I'm not, you guys, I don't think you're gamers, so maybe you don't know what Tetris is. <laughs> some of us hardcore gamers wouldn't really understand. <laughs> yeah. I'll explain it. You probably don't know the rules. Yeah. Uh, please, how it please, works. Tommy, nerd, explain it to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, my point being, Tetris is like ubiquitous enough that, like, even if you're not into games, you've. You've you've played it at some point, yeah. Right? Or you, at the very least, you know what it is. Yeah. Your mum and dad would have heard of it, probably. Yes. Yeah. You now, Matt. You've been playing it recently. Yeah. For the first time, he's just discovered it. <laughs> it's oh. a fun new game. No, that's great. I find it very relaxing. You, you text you got Carl it, you, say you, I can't do spleen and then just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do a bit of Tetris. You're one of those uh, late adopters. You watched the movie and thought, oh, "I'll get into the game now." <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, it was a fantastic film. Um, <laughs> I wanted to get into the source material. Apparently, I don't know if you're getting into this at all, Tommy, Mm. but I saw recently that it's just been discovered that each piece has its own name. Did you see that? What? Yeah. Yeah. Like a person's name, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, one of them. Well, the pieces themselves are called tetromonos. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we all know that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, no, I didn't know that they all had... Each piece had an individual name. Yeah, I think people it just, just call it square. Long someone one. found the old uh, booklet that came with the Ninten- Nintendo version of it, mm. and it, there was a page with the names of the pieces. Wow. Okay. I'll, I'll find it before we finish up. But again, you, like people's names, like Gary. I think I can't remember. 
but I think I think they are stuff like that. Right. Yeah, you know, like the ghosts in oh, like they've got Blinky, Blinky in, and in Pac Man. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think it's like that. Yeah. Okay. At some point, they thought everything needed to be named. Yeah. That's cool. So there's like Tetris law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where the person, it's, you know what, for the time of, like, for the time that it is, the fact is it's probably just like the person who wrote the instruction manual just went, I'm just going to come up with these. Yeah. And then, like, you know, not signed off by anyone at Top Brass. Someone that wrote the instruction books had 2,000 words to fill. Mm. And he was sitting on 1,500. All right, we're naming the bricks. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. The instruction manual has a word count that it has to hit. (laughs) They've already booked in a 16-page print run. What are you going to put on 14 pages of it? Uh, You've got to put something on there. How much more detail can I put in to push left to go left? Uh, If you're really feeling like it, it's what you could do. Of course, you know, it's optional. You don't have to go left. One could go right. There's no rhyme or reason to the, like, some of them are people names. Anyway, okay, I'll, I'll tell you. So you've got the. Is this uh, where we should be starting in the history? Oh of yeah. No, no, I like. No, I like because this doesn't come up in uh, okay. in my thorough research. Oh god. <laughs> so you've got the L shape is orange Ricky, and then the <laughs> orange orange <laughs> Ricky. Orange okay. Ricky. Is it orange? I think it must be orange because then I mean in the booklet they're all grey, but right, yeah. then uh, the you know the backwards L that's blue Ricky. Okay, right. someone's taken the piss yeah, here. Yeah. Then that sort of that Z-ish looking one. What, yep. what would you call that? The like the zigzaggy the one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's called Cleveland Z, and then the yeah. opposite of that is Rhode Island Z. Okay, so oh they've gone God. from names to places. This is worse than what's in Dave Warnicky's pants at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> now you've hit the nail on the head, Carl. This is someone who's getting paid by the word. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The stick one is hero. Uh, the <laughs> that I that no, but it is. That's the hero it, piece. when you're like banking it up oh, and you're making yeah. sure you've got like a nice oh, bit for it to slot into, in. and you get that full uh, yeah. the full Tetris of like all of them. That is the hero. hero. That's the, the hero. The t- yeah, okay. Well, there's a reason to go. Oh, that's the hero. Is there a need in the game to go? Ah, oh, orange Ricky, <laughs> uh, Rhode Island. Uh, you need the Zeds like probably like useless, you know, because right. it's like it's uh. more difficult to work with. So that so, yeah, I reckon it feels like that's a slide against Cleveland and Rhode uh, Island, right? Surely. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Right, you right. It's not helpful. Someone's got an ex-girlfriend in <laughs> yeah. each, yeah, each yeah, place. Yeah. I'll show them. Yeah. I'm gonna burn them in the Tetris instruction <laughs> manual. Then the T shape is Tee Wee. Okay. Tee Wee. That's the easiest one to come up with a name for. Yeah, just stop at T. You had it. Yeah. And then finally, the square is Smash Boy. I don't mind that. Smash Boy and Hero are the only ones that I'm on board okay. with. All the rest of them, shit ass. Trash. How did Tetris become such a big part of culture with dog shit like that? Yeah. <laughs> in the instructions. I wonder if there was anyone back in the day, you know, they get their Game Boy, they break it open, they're like, just going to have a read of this instruction manual before I start the game. And then they've just seen all the names and gone, fuck this. No. <laughs> this game sounds stupid. That, I'm out. I reckon this is the game that stopped everyone from reading the instructions before they played the games. Because yeah. who, who reads the instructions <laughs> yeah. before they play the game? No. Yeah. Do you? Well, well, now they don't come with instructions. Oh, really? It's all like built into the game. Yeah. Right. Like There'll be like two hours of just like some coming up. Sorry, do you say that word on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I it's mean, been coming up more. As a surely, surely with Warnicky pulling out every two seconds, it'd come up a bit. <laughs> we did, we did it early, and then Dave at one point went, 
Apparently in America it's offensive. Oh, right. So we stopped saying it for a while yeah. and then we started bleeping it when it comes up occasionally. I think, oh, right. I think in our first 50, 100 episodes, we used to, I used to be pretty hard on even Tommy and the other guests, like, don't swear. Let's if you try can. not Let's swear, try not yeah. to swear. Because what if we got our own radio show and then about two episodes <laughs> later we went, that's never fucking <laughs> well, on the video games podcast that I do, Filthy Casuals, we do videos on yeah. YouTube and they started getting demonetized for ads because they changed their standards. Oh. And uh, the C the C bomb got put in the category of like slurs along oh. with like the N word. Oh. And it's like just having that leveled at you, it's like yeah. you've said some, <laughs> yeah. you've said the equivalent of the N word. It's like, whoa, 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 yeah, we're yeah. Australian. Yeah, you, your yeah. system should be detecting the accent. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. your yeah. national yeah. anthem. Like, <laughs> come down. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you guys want to hear about the history of Tetris? Oh, yes. is, there, is there more to come than just <laughs> naming the blocks? <laughs> Blue once, Ricky. Yeah. There once was a man called Hero. Yeah. <laughs> what was the square again? Big Smashy? Big Smash, Smash Boy. Boy. Smash, Smash Boy. Boy. That's so sick. Love yeah. Smash Boy. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so 1985, Alexei Pachitnov. He's a computer scientist at the Moscow Academy of Science. His main job was creating artificial intelligence and voice recognition software. He's fascinated by puzzles and games and how much they reveal about psychology and behavior. So in his spare time, he starts messing around trying to like make versions of his favorite puzzles on his computer. So he's like getting the, you know, whatever, like the Rubik's Cube and being like, yeah, this, but right. it's on a screen. Okay. Oh, so he's, and it, so, oh, right. That kind of makes sense. Like imagine if Rubik's Cube was busted apart and not a screen. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, his main, his inspiration for Tetris came from this puzzle game called uh, Pentominoes. Do you guys know this game? It's like a, so you've got like a wooden box and then you've got all these shapes that are like the Tetris shapes uh, and you have to, it's like a puzzle. And what are their uh, names? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Simon, <laughs> Mick, <laughs> Keith, <laughs> Dave, Beyonce. <laughs> it's just all in. Ringo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So he was kind of obsessed with that game, that specific like little puzzle game, which you could play alone or with a friend. And then one day he starts thinking like, oh yeah, what if all these little shapes were falling from the sky into a glass and you were having to like, you know, manipulate them and, in and you know, get them to like all, like do the puzzle kind of the other way around. Right. Which, you know, sounds to me like someone in the dorm room at the Moscow <laughs> Academy of Silence yeah. just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. Someone at Moscow TAFE. <laughs> <laughs> Studying. The effects of mad bongs on yeah, the human mind. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Artificial it's for intelligence. It's for science. Yeah. What if the bong smoked you? <laughs> Just with posters of Boris Yeltsin, but with dreadlocks on his wall. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he starts, uh, he's obsessed with that. He's toying around with the idea. The, the pentominoes, the blocks were made up of um, like four little units. He changes it to five. Uh, and. Oh, no, wait, sorry, he changed it from five to four. Um, so he, he's working on this computer that's, like, obviously, like, very old, very rudimentary, didn't have any graphics capabilities. So he makes this version of it that's just text. Like, so the blocks are coming down and they're just, like, the text made out says, of just, like... orange Ricky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I read it, that's what I thought. I was like, you're yeah. typing in, uh, rotate to the left, and then the game's going, good one. But yeah. no, it's, like, it's scrolling from the sky, but it's just it's the pieces are made up of just, like, little brackets yeah, to okay. kind oh. of, like, you know, fill it in that way. Um, so he uh, he gets obsessed with it. He starts sharing it around the Moscow Academy of Science and all his friends get hooked on it, even though it's like very basic, very rudimentary. 
everyone that he works with gets super into it. And so then he, what, what year is this? This is 85. So where, where are we in like uh, computer games? Is Atari around and stuff like that? Atari's or? around. Uh, there's like arcade machines are around. They're uh, well and truly around. What what would be number one on the hit parade in 85? Like we've, Pac-Man's like late yeah. 70s or early mm. 80s, is it? I reckon it's... I reckon it's Atari. I don't reckon Nintendo have quite launched yet. Yeah. I think Mario Brothers is like 86. Right. So they're like, yeah, they're not quite in the field yet. I think maybe the video game crash may have just happened or be about to happen. We did an episode about that back in the day. I think that might have been, yeah, 83 or something. The video game crash, what does that mean? Uh, so uh, Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> 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 so they're like Atari, they have like there's just... Everyone's buying these video games, like the, the home consoles. Yeah. yeah, the cartridges. It was People sort of like, irreg- uh, not regulated or whatever. Yeah, and it just meant that all like supermarkets were putting out consoles, and yeah, everyone Anyone was doing could it, do it, and it just ruined the market. Like, Flooded uh, the market, yeah. and then people got over it, and then so when. When it came time for Nintendo to put out their console, they had to really battle to get it in shops because all the department stores were like, no, we just got burned by this a few yep. years ago. We've still got all this old stock. Right. You're not this, tricking was us. Was it E.T. game? Or there yeah. was some game and they like they had to bury a and million a cartridges game. or yeah. something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's where things are at at the moment. So in terms of, I think home computer stuff is still like pretty big, but... Consoles, yeah, Atari would have been the last kind of like big one. But it would have, so it's not like this would have been blowing their minds. This would have looked pretty primitive. I was going to say, how bad were these old video games if Tetris came along and everyone was like, oh, finally, <laughs> yeah. a good looking video game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so everyone that he's working with gets into this kind of very basic version of it that he's that he's made because, you know, it, it does, it taps into the book I read about it goes like goes into the sort of psychology of why people love Tetris because it it taps into this thing in the human brain where it's like the dopamine rush of like finishing a task because mm. it's like you... It's like crossing something off the to-do list. Yeah, yeah. but then the to-do list just reappears again yeah, instantly because yeah, yeah. it's like you get a line... It's like life, man. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's the only point I wanted to come in here and make is that Tetris is like life itself. It never stops. It's like the mail coming into the mailroom and that's why I had to shoot up a school. <laughs> It's like the shit coming out of an asshole after you've eaten a fish taco. It's just, it's endless. It just keeps repeating. All morning. Yep. You, you wipe, you flush, and then guess what? Yep. You're back in there three minutes later. And then, the, and then your mates are back in the chat in the going, can't you just come and do the podcast? And you're like, no, fuck off. You, you prescribed him a pie, didn't you, Carl? Yeah. Just eat a pie, mate. Yeah. It'll be good. That's like he eats a. Is that the thing? He's he's finally eating something that he's <laughs> yeah. in a pie, Must and it's just be. absolutely blown his. Yeah, I think up. that yeah. might have been what it is. I'm oh. starting to think as well that even if he wants to, Dave won't be able to edit out this thread. <laughs> no, there's no way. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Guys, now here's your challenge for the rest of this story that I've got. That's quite dry. I have to be honest. <laughs> if we can just relate every bullet point back to Dave having diarrhea, yes. then I think we're in for an all-time. <laughs> Top five episode of Do Go On hosted by Tommy Dassel and Carl Chandler. Why don't we name all of Dave's shits while we're at it? (laughs) Smash Boy. Smash Boy. Splash Boy. Uh, so yeah, it, the game's a viral hit at the Moscow Computer Center. Uh, a friend of Alexei's named Dmitry Pavlovsky, who was very well versed in MS DOS, which is like the big operating system of the time. They get together and they make like a proper graphical version of the game that's not just like text based. Like it looks kind of more like what Tetris looks like now. Right. They they get it kind of popping. Um, they come up together with the name Tetris. 
uh, named for the four blocks that make up each piece, which is a tetra plus tennis. That's where the name comes from. Oh. Yeah. Block tennis. Block Not really tennis. like tennis at all. No. Yeah, I get, but it's, I guess it's a little bit like the old tennis game, though. People like Pong. Mm. Yeah, like Pong. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's got a bit of Pong about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess Speaking Pong... of uh, Warnicky this morning. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. You yeah, asked for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one was always too easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing how's tennis played over there. It's like you lob the ball at someone and then they just disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's what's happening in. Yeah. If, if they're not good enough in Russia, yeah. Yeah, in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> the, the proteges they don't quite make it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 They don't quite make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the way, are you? If you're making up these names, I think you're being borderline racist, uh, Dmitry. Pobolovsky. <laughs> if I'm making them up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, an opportunity to be borderline racist. Yeah, I jumped on that. Normally that's, the actual, when... that's the underlying uh, subject with this. <laughs> yes. Not Tetris Because normally when people come in to do a report, they've written it down and you've just been closing your eyes and looking upwards. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've just been Googling pictures of ugly Russian people <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then being like, looks like a Dimitri to and me. And you've been making a note of every time he has a five-second delay of going, um, what else can I say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is going to be a brutal edit. Yeah, yeah. I assume Dave's done a wonderful job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So uh, it's that version of Tetris that makes its way outside of the computer center. So people are people are copying it. They're giving it off to their friends. Uh, within oh, they're two bootlegging. weeks, they're yeah, they're bootlegging it. Game. Yeah, right. yeah. But he, but the guy who made it, he's like, he's just made this as a lark. Like he doesn't care. Yeah. So it's it this makes is the, this is the the eighty five version of the what was the what's the 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 crazy frog? No, the viral hit. No. <laughs> The the body, the thing that Dave's mouth's doing an uh, Matt's mouth's doing an impression of Dave's mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, the game that the New York Times bought. What's that? Oh, called? Wordle. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, just a just a little fun thing. Mm. No one wanted any money out of it. So within two weeks, Tetris is on every computer in Moscow. Uh, it's copied around. To give an ex- here's an example of its popularity at a psychology institute in Moscow. A manager loved Tetris so much that he's given it to his entire staff. He's like, you got to check this out, guys. And then like a week or two later, he has to come around and confiscate all the copies back off <laughs> right. them because no work is getting done. Yeah. It's like, guys, I tried to be cool boss. It's backfired. <laughs> I now have to be asshole boss. Yeah. I have to take uh, the game away. Like. <laughs> Dave is certainly if, not if the asshole boss no. today. If, yeah. If only he was a bit more of a boss, we could be. Could be the doing, arsehole's running the show be, there. We could be doing an episode of Little Dunman. Oh, as well, my God. But, I'm, yeah. I, I'm just imagining the listener of this who's like, Loves video game history. Yeah. Always wanted to hear this story, but there are some people who are severely put off by anything fecal. I'm one of those really? people. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you're doing a valiant job here. Yeah. I'm blocking it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dave and I have had an influence because he's starting to be the one to make shit jokes now. And I'm like, oh, come on. I reckon right. if I was listening to this, I, I wouldn't be listening to it anymore. Yeah. But being in the room, I don't know, somehow it's... And well, I'm not eating. If there was any food coming up for me, I wouldn't be able to... Sure. If we were sitting down for uh, for lunch, yeah, I would have wow. pushed the plate away from me at okay. about this point. I reckon. Interesting. Wow, I didn't yeah. know you were that delicate. That's I'm very, I'm very delicate. Yeah, this can't believe that that doesn't just come out of me. <laughs> a guy Much with like- a Merv Hughes <laughs> moustache and an old St Kilda jumper. Like you look like you could probably eat this table, let alone fucking <laughs> be weird about talking about poo for a second. Uh, I don't like that word, Carl. Please. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Let's just let's be delicate around Matt. Let's just call it a whoopsie for now. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's nice. Dave's yeah. at home having a bit He's of a whoopsie. He's having a whoopsie. Having frequent whoopsies. 
<laughs> liquid whoops. Some whoops boys. Yeah. <laughs> liquid whoops boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're in too deep now as well. Yeah. We can't go back. Mm. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, so no money's changing hands for any of these copies of Tetris. Uh, everyone just, ha- everyone in Moscow just has it because, yeah, Russia's 1985 communist country. So the guy who made it, Alexei, he could have been arrested and jailed for even trying to sell it. But he also, uh, oh. he also doesn't care. He just wants, he just likes puzzles. He likes what they kind of have to say about like the human mind and everything. So he's just happy that people have their hands on it and they're having a good time. God, imagine oh. going to jail for inventing Tetris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so eventually, a colleague of his suggests that he sends the game to a friend in of his in Hungary who publishes games. So at the Hungarian Institute of Technology, they hold an exhibition of software that they've developed. A guy called Robert Stein, who's the owner of a UK company called Andromeda Software, he's come to the exhibition looking for games that he can sell in foreign markets. He has a go of Tetris. He gets hooked and he decides that he wants to license it in the UK. He wants to get the rights to be able to like give this game out worldwide. At the Hungarian At the Expo. Hungarian game. Institute of... Famous capitalist sort of utopia. Yeah. Yeah, that is, I mean, that is a roll of the dice, isn't it? It's like, yeah, just pop over here, have a look, probably find a big, I'll probably find the next Pong over there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll probably find the next Pac-Man. And yeah. he's kind of right. So he- Packing uh, your Dax man. Yeah. That's how we go. go. There we go. Very right. nice. So he- uh, Talking about Dave there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I got oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot about him shooting himself for about oh, three yes, seconds Oh, yeah, from before. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why he's not here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is it's he not all, here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's all starting to make sense now. <laughs> so once, uh, once this guy, Robert Stein, gets home, he contacts the Moscow Computer Center using a thing called the Telex, which predates the fax machine. Okay. Never heard of one of these. Telex. pre-fax. Mm, so it's kind of like you're typing it out and then it's appearing. Like, it's basically a fax machine, but it's like, I guess it took a little bit longer. Right. Name so, is too long. Had to get it shorter. Fax. Telex sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah, true. It's like, it's like the telephone. But, yeah, but the fax, does fax sound good? Yeah. You reckon? Fax. Yes. Is it only just because you're, you're used to it though? It's mm. a bit of a weird name, I reckon. Telex sounds like... What the eighties thought the future sounded like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, it also sounds like an antihistamine or something. Oh uh, yeah, you know, I like it. Telex. Can I use it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is anyone using it now? I think it's back in public domain by now. Yeah, yeah. you can have that. Right, yeah, I wonder if you it. can. I wonder if you can find one. Yeah. Yeah, Telex. There telex. used to be like some TVs used to have. I thought it was the Telex. Teletex. Oh, Teletex. Yeah. Right. Which was just subtitles, right? Yeah. And maybe there was no, a there news, was news service. It was yeah. a oh, very right. primitive internet, wasn't it? Because yeah. you could watch TV and then you could just flip over and it'd have like some two week old news. Yeah. It was yeah. like written like a Commodore 64 style. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah. maybe a blue screen with yellow writing yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You could get the football scores on it. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Pretty sick, actually. It's actually pretty cool. Bring it back. (laughs) Okay, so Robert Stein, he opens up his teletext and uh, he gets the footy scores and he he sends them to the the Moscow Computer Centre to try and get permission to take Tetris to the rest of the world. So uh, he, Alexei, gets the message at the Moscow Computer Centre. He then has to type out his response in Russian. He has to get that message approved by someone. And then he has to get someone else to translate the message and send it back to this guy in the UK. So because of that, there's this big communication breakdown. By the time all of that happens, he's basically said, yeah, yeah. I don't think you're allowed to use that term anymore, Carl. Okay, right. I think you meant to say boop, whispers. Oriental whispers. Okay, 
Okay. I think you're getting colder there, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just give Dave a little gimme to edit out. You know, just an easy one that doesn't affect anything else in the show. (laughs) They call it in... In America, they call it telephone. That feels like that must be so confusing. Yeah. That's already a thing. Because telephone's like one-for-one audio. Yeah. There's there's really no room for misinterpretation there. I think they came up with telephone because it started as Chinese whispers and by the time it got to there, it made no sense. (laughs) Right. You guys should do an ep on the history of Chinese whispers. (laughs) The concept, the term, there's a lot to dig into there. But so basically, Alexi, what he's gone to say is, yeah, I'm interested. This sounds cool. Let's have a talk about this. Like, we'll work out a deal. Um, hopefully, we'll work out a deal. You know, we'll get a contract going. So it sounds, you know, sounds pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. Happy to chat. And Stein has just read, but by the time it's been translated and everything, mm-hmm. Stein's just read this as we're on. You've got a deal. Right. So he's like, bang, we are off to the races here. I've got the worldwide rights to Tetris. Oh, I'm going to, you know, this game is so addictive. This is going to make me like tons of money. So he st- he just starts giving off the rights basically willy-nilly. <laughs> so he gives off the rights to... Selling or giving? Yeah. Well, selling. Okay. Yeah, right. selling. Uh, but what is selling if not giving? Oh, yeah. that's so true. With, yeah, exactly. With, with money involved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a transaction involved. Yeah. 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 It's like you've given me a pie. Yeah. And then I've given you money. That's but they're right. two separate events. We've both given If up. only that, that transaction had happened last night with Warner <laughs> instead of what actually happened. <laughs> Would have been safe with the pie. That's the other thing is how much were um, – you got the fish tacos at a cinema. I'm guessing they're like 25 bucks or something oh, like that. They were $27. $27? No, $27. What? Hat, three? I know that because as we were leaving, he was saying – they weren't that good. <laughs> and he and he said, so we're because we would went to a movie to kill time, waiting for a, a flight. And he's um he's gone twenty seven I can't help but think what I could have bought for twenty seven dollars. Yeah. But he doesn't realise he bought a whole lot more than he yeah. realised. Yeah. New plunger for yeah. one. Yeah. Probably cost about twenty seven bucks. Uh, adult nappies, whatever. <laughs> Do you reckon you could actually he could I mean, get, look I reckon he could get child nappies, but <laughs> How big do they go? Yeah, <laughs> a, or like a big child. A big child. Yeah. 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 Do you reckon? Do you reckon? I mean, look, I'm not. I'm not saying he should. He should be here right now. But do you reckon you could operate? Do you reckon you could be on a podcast while you're struggling with that affliction? Do you think you could actually do it or not? I don't. Uh, do you think we, personally you could you could get through it? It depends. I mean, it depends on how severe it is, I suppose. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, do you want to be around that? I'm just, I'm just asking. It's a bit know. of there's quite a few doors to get through out of the yeah, podcast. That's video. true. So. It's a fair walk to the loo. I guess so. I I have done that many times. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. We, but you record in your lounge room sometimes, don't you? I remember. I have a very vivid memory of the time we had Grant Denyer on, and we went and did it at his uh, his hotel. And oh, I had no. I had what? like week, but like week long, full on food poisoning. No. Like I just had straight up been in bed, and it was like. Well, you can't cancel on this guy, you know. Go like Logie this, winner, right? This has to happen. Yeah. And just turning up and it was like, I think it had been, I like it had been nearly a week. I'd been so sick. So it wasn't like the, it wasn't like it was coming on. It was like, I was pretty, I was like, I you can get what through this. I know, with. I know what I'm dealing with. You're on I can, the mend yeah, a bit. yeah, I can regulate this. You a knew bit. what the rhythms were. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the absolutely. Warning signs, the time yeah. you had between yeah. the first warning signs. You're, you're, an old, you're an old hand. You've got like a, a callus down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, not my favorite experience. That's for damn sure. But you, you also, yeah, your problem would be your guests. Are, it's hard to organize your guests. But this, I guess 
you know, for Dave today, this was one of the rare times where we had guests coming in. Mm. Oh, but sure. obviously he doesn't respect you like you respect yeah. Grant yeah, Tanya. Yeah. Do you think he would have pushed through if it was just you two? Yeah. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Even less so. No, <laughs> certainly not. No, no, no. <laughs> And I, I wouldn't have either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, it wasn't, if it wasn't we were trying to get this done just before we have a bit of a break. True. I think we would have all loved the late cancel. I love yeah. a late cancel. Yeah. Love that. Love a late yeah. cancel. Oh, the plans I had for the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sad. Sadly, here we are. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm, say, I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah. I'm having yeah. a great time. I am now, but like when it looked like it wasn't going to happen, I was like, fuck yeah. 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 I'm gonna we do all it. had a day off. Yeah. I didn't have anything in the planner. This yep. is going to be I was thinking that I was good. on my way and I'm like, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm already we doing know. this. Yeah. That's the only reason it happened because every five minutes in the chat, you kept popping up. No, I reckon actually, <laughs> morally, we should be doing this. And so, like, has this got anything to do with the fact you're already there? I was, I was already looking forward to heading home honestly but I'm like but then I'm just gonna have to come back when next week or something yeah, yeah. see I rode the waves of it first first up with it being cancelled I was like very annoyed because I'd like based my whole day around it and we need to bank an ep of our show. I was like and then and then once it set in I was like this is no nah, this is actually cool I just got the morning to like yeah. chill around the house take the dog for a walk get some other stuff done and then all of a sudden it's like we're back on so yeah. it's like I really felt every emotion that it's possible to feel Yeah that's even worse yeah. you've made <laughs> you sort of you're starting to go oh how good's this yeah. it was all up and down all over the place our heads were like <laughs> Warnicky's bum yeah. <laughs> yeah. stuff spewing out of it. Yeah. Um, okay, so Robert Stein, he's convinced he has the he has the go ahead to uh, license Tetris around the world. He sells the rights to two software companies to begin with: Spectrum Holobyte in the US and Mirasoft in the UK. So he claims that he's like you know licensed to do this, even though King he doesn't. Tetris. Yeah, he doesn't and have any form had, of contract. It's or only, yeah, it's only a, a vocal. He's not even. Vo- he's got like a mistranslated oh, right. you know, Russian to English. It's like, not a full yet, but it's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Would I have heard of these these uh, brands? I don't know if they still exist, okay. but I think they were pretty. They were both pretty big players at the time. Yep. So yeah, maybe just in in relation to other. Inter- they other didn't stuff. make Battle Toads or something that I would have heard of. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the one video game you've played outside of Tetris? Yeah. Uh, no, Solitaire on Microsoft. Microsoft Golf. Oh yeah, looks you like played you hit Microsoft. the tree, Jim. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I've played Windows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I played Word. I typed out all the letters. I clocked it. <laughs> I beat the final boss, the paperclip. <laughs> <laughs> Told him to fuck off. <laughs> I beat the squiggle. I spelled something right. <laughs> <laughs> so around this time, there's like a, there's a growing fascination in the US about what life was like in Russia. Gorbachev and Reagan, they have and a- And who? Reagan. Brian Reagan. Brian Reagan. Brian Reagan. Reagan. Great Reagan. comedian. Dave, edit out the bit where I say Reagan. Um, <laughs> no, leave it in, please. <laughs> Reagan, President Reagan. <laughs> uh, they've scheduled a nuclear summit together in Iceland. 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 That's fine. God, I'm butchering either this. Are, either either. Yeah. I um, think Iceland is a department store in the UK. Is it really? Isn't that no? It's a, it's a super. It's a supermarket. Isn't a it? supermarket. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be a department store. Really? So, yeah, in the UK, when you say Iceland, when you go, oh, I'm just going to Iceland. It's like holiday. No milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's weird. Naming it, it after like one very small bit of one department of the supermarket. Yeah. 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 And also a country a that neighbours called- them, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It, huh. It's very weird, especially when you're in Europe already. So yeah. Iceland's not that far it's away. It's quite accessible. Yeah, that must be super confusing. Very confusing. Yeah. I've, what? Oh, I just think, yeah, it'd be like us calling a supermarket New Zealand. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just popping to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Do you need anything? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Some kiwi fruit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Works either way. <laughs> yeah. That one works, yeah. So uh, Spectrum Holobyte tap into this kind of US fascination with Russia by taking out a full-page ad in USA Today, um, showing like and a... And this is still like... Old mates back home in Russia, not knowing anything about this. Yeah, has no idea about this. Ads. He's full agreed page to ad. having a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. it. They take out an ad in USA Today. They do like a mock-up, like a fake thing of um, uh, Reagan and Gorbachev playing Tetris together. <laughs> that's awesome. And it's and they've got it as like wow. this is the game that escaped the USSR. And like in that ad, it's like oh. here's what's really happening behind. Because everyone was like, what are they going to talk about in this meeting and everything? It's like here's what they're actually doing. Six strategy. Honestly, yeah, great ad. Back yeah. then, they, they used to, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm old enough to remember that in the 80s when there used to be a real thing about, yeah, America versus Russia. And imagine Russia coming to blow everything up or yeah. whatever. It's like, that was a real, I mean, look, Rocky Four. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. No, Rocky Three? Three. Uh, no, four. 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 Yeah, yeah, four. yeah, Rocky Four. Four. Yeah, and just even just even being able to use the phrase, the Iron Curtain. Yes. It's yeah. like that just adds to the myth, what's going on behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah, Did yeah. that ad get Dimitri killed? I'm just picturing him back at home and yeah. the word gets back. Who's who's made this game? Well, so this Robert Stein guy, the guy who's like thinks he's got the, you know, he's like. The English you know, guy. He, he knows he's, yeah, he knows he's taken the piss a little bit because he's also, he's. It, yeah, it's it's a combination of like it's sort of mistranslated, but he's also reading into it what he wants to read in. Yeah. Yeah. Like his attitude has just been, uh, I'll sell this off and I'll just deal with this later because I can make so much money and like right. by the time I've got the money, I can like you know pay you, you know pay people off or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but he sees that ad, that big um you know the big USA Today ad, and he starts to realize this is like he sees it. Yeah, he sees it. He's no. like, this is getting this is this train is getting away from me. Right. I've got to get back to Russia and I've got to actually get these rights, otherwise I'm. Gonna, I've got to make sure I've actually got them so the because otherwise I'm in big shit. Russian news agency is stocking USA Today, or mm. yeah, so- like eight months later, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big orange like direct freight sticker on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it's redacted, but yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I just guess they're like leafing through and ripping that page out. Yeah. Um, so around this time, yeah, Garfield's like censored. It's like he doesn't hate Mondays; he hates America. <laughs> <laughs> so around this time, the Russian government has created a new agency called Elog. To oversee and control the importing and exporting. God, of there's a lot of terrible names in yeah. this story. Yeah. E-log. So this this uh, organization, Elog, they take over negotiations of the deal with Stein. So he goes in for a meeting with them in Moscow, which lasts for four days, and eventually they draft up a contract which says that Elog has to approve any and all versions of Tetris, um, and Stein has to just basically agree to whatever they propose because he's he's in so deep with Mirasoft and Spectrum Holobyte. Like they've already started putting the game out, so whatever you know, whatever conditions Elog want in the contract he just basically has to go like yeah sure sounds great, sounds great. you're like you're sort of not telling them that he's done the dodgy on them <laughs> right so they're in a strong spot here they're in a strong spot yeah. so they finally after months they get the contract worked out they good you know he's now he's got it in writing he's good to go so in 1987 and 1988 mirasoft publishes tetris in the uk and spectrum holobyte publish uh it in the US and both of them become the best-selling games in their respective countries. So yeah, they come out on I think like home computer, and they're both like massive in both those countries immediately. It wow. really feels I was sure this would have come before so many. There's games that look more advanced than this are already out by many years. Yeah, it feels like this. I was assuming this came out in 1978. But or this something. is like a very. I guess the strength is a very playable. 
right. this game, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's I mean, real. there was when when he was like shopping it around originally. A lot of people were like, "Ah, we it, it, exactly what you're saying." A lot of people were like, "Nah, we want stuff with like violence and like mm. graphics have gotten better. Like you can you know you can show someone like killing a demon on a yeah. screen. We want stuff like that. We don't want this. What about? We what don't want this sort of smash stuff. man rather than smash boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fiddling around with it. The no, industry's matured. Yeah, it's not yeah, just yeah. for children anymore, guys. It's 1986. Games aren't just for kids anymore. So there's already, there starts to be a bit of tension uh, with the Russians. Uh, in 1987, a German pilot named Matthias Rust landed a plane in the middle of the Red Square in the middle of the day as like a political protest. He was aiming to create an imaginary bridge between Russia and its Cold War enemies. He was arrested two hours later and named a radical by the government. So then the UK and the US publishers of Tetris, in an attempt to make the game kind of look more sort of visually interesting on the screen, because you've just got that grid. And I don't know if you remember in any of the versions you've played, there's like a bit of, there's just like a bit of flavor around mm, like the side of the framing. Grid. Yeah. yeah. So they just chuck a bunch of stereotypical Russian shit on there, including this rust guy's plane that had landed in the red square. Oh. So they put that in there. That gets back to the to Alexi, the guy who made the game, and he's like, I, you've got to take this out because that could be seen as glorifying a radical yeah. and people know I made this game right. so that could get me in deep shit. Right. So, yeah, already a bit of tension's going on there. Wow. So then 1988, a developer called Hank Rogers, he has powerful contact, contacts in the Japanese video games market. He discovers Tetris at a Las Vegas games show and he falls in love with it. He's like, this is awesome. Oh, so he decides. On. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Leave, <laughs> leave Tetris there. Come yeah, he, he cheats on his wife with uh, Connecticut Smash or whatever boy. the piece was called. Yeah. He and Tetris get married by Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually beautiful. Beautiful ceremony. Uh, he decides that he wants to pursue the Japanese rights to the game because he's got a lot of contacts over there and he thinks like this will be huge for them. I want to kind of facilitate that happening. So, that yeah, the rights are all over the place. Um the company, the UK company, Mirasoft, they've assumed that they have the rights to make an arcade machine version of it because mm-hmm. old mates just told them, go for your life. I'm sure it'll be all good. It's <laughs> yeah. not, there's nothing about it in the contract. So it's like, it's already, it's a complete mess. It's just like people are just, people are putting versions out, being told they're good to go. They're yeah. selling the rights on, they're on selling the rights to other people. <laughs> uh, so he, so this guy, Hank, he contacts Mirasoft who can't give him the Japanese rights because they've already given them to Atari. But after some negotiation, Mirasoft gives Hank the rights to Japan on the home computer and the rights on all of the other formats, including like arcade home consoles to Atari. But Hank takes the head of Atari out for dinner and he leaves with the console rights. Whoa. So he just goes, I'm going to... I'm going to whine Jeez, and dine That's a powerful this. dinner. Atari MF. Great conversationalist. Yeah. It's more, more powerful dinner than Warnke had last <laughs> night. <laughs> there we go. Yes. I wonder if it was just like if this all just did happen at Vegas and it's like they just go out for a wild night, head of Atari does something he shouldn't have. Yeah. yeah. Hank's like, oh, I've got you. Yes. I've got, you. got you over a barrel here. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. Hank gets the rights to Japan. Tetris comes out on the Nintendo over there, sweeps the country just like it had everywhere else. The Nintendo version sells 2 million units. So uh, back to the Russian government's e-log agency, their only deal was with Stein. And as far as they were concerned, it was for the home computer only. They didn't know that he'd been uh, doling out the rights to other people. But he, what he's been doing is he's sending them royalty checks to placate them, to just be like, hey, yeah, money's flowing in. It's all good. It's all above board. And, and they're, you know... They're completely unaware. Like, they're getting money, so they're just like, oh, this all seems above board. But they're completely unaware 
that the game is massive in the US, massive in Japan, and that it's like there's an arcade version of it that's massive mm. as well. So they're not sending as much as they should be. No, not at all. He's just going like, yeah, you know, some people are buying it. He's right. like 50 it's bucks. It's doing all right. It's yeah. doing all right. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny to think that so recently you could get away with that yeah. and someone in another country just be unaware. Yeah. This is what I love about this story is just that there's no precedent for this stuff yet. Yeah. So it's just truly like, yeah, Wild West, people doing whatever the fuck they want. Like, it really is great. Mm. So, uh, Alexi, the guy who made the game, he's had no compensation because all the money is just coming and going to, right. the, to, the, to the state. Oh. So, he, oh. this game is like, yeah, two million in Japan, massive best-selling game in the UK and the US the year before. It's he just hasn't like Tetris, like the money's coming towards him, but just as it gets to him, it just, <laughs> <laughs> just disappears. There's a bit of other money on the side yeah, and yeah, it just yeah. slots in there. All of a sudden, no money. <laughs> So at Nintendo in Japan, they're getting ready to reveal their latest innovation, the Game Boy, portable yes. handheld gaming device that people could take anywhere with them, the first device of its kind. And I think fair to say the Game Boy is probably where most people are familiar with Tetris. Yeah. Right. Like it was the, it was the like, it's synonymous with the Game Boy. I'll be honest, I wasn't down at the penny parlor as a kid playing Tetris on the... <laughs> <laughs> On the console, on the. That nah. surprised me reading this. I was like, "There was an arcade version." That yeah. just seems yeah. like that just seems crazy. It just seems like the the sort of thing where it's like Donkey Kong, nah, Tetris. Yeah, that's yeah, more yeah, my yeah. speed. Yeah. That's that's the jam. I want to get wedged in the pinball parlor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And having someone over your shoulder be like, "Rotate it to the left." Yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. backseat drivers while you're trying to play Tetris. Yeah. It is a very solitary experience. Mm. So the president of Nintendo at the time, he was a huge fan of Tetris. He thought it'd be perfect for the Game Boy. The rights are still a mess, so. Hank Rogers, he attempts to go and get the worldwide handheld rights uh, from Stein. Stein doesn't have the rights. He gives him the runaround. He wants to get the rights from the Russians himself. It's a great term, by the way, the handheld rights. Yeah, the yeah. handheld rights. <laughs> <laughs> Anything about that? No, a bit hard, a bit hard. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, Hank, he senses that he's getting dicked around by Stein. So he just goes over to Moscow he goes, I'm just going to go to the Russians direct to get the rights from them because this British guy is giving him the runaround. Mm. He just rolls into town. He has no idea where the e-log agency is. He doesn't speak any Russian. He doesn't know anyone <laughs> there. He just gets there, hires a translator, and he's just walking around the streets asking people <laughs> if they know where this government agency is. Oh, that's so wow. he, just, he just bumbles his way Do into you know the where office. Mr. Tetris is? <laughs> <laughs> he gets in there. He's like, I'm here to see this guy who's like the head of Elog. And it's like not, it's not, it's illegal at the time to take a meeting with a foreigner without it being like cleared by the department. Right. Oh, wow. So that, so then like, you know, downstairs, the reception, they're calling up and they're like, hey, this guy's here to see you. Mm. And the superiors are hearing this going like, like he nearly gets this guy killed right. by basically just showing up and saying like, yeah, I'm here to see whoever. Yeah. So he gets the meeting. He starts pitching them about how much they'll make on the Game Boy based on the Nintendo version that sold so well in Japan. And E-Log go, what Nintendo version? You didn't have the rights to do this. We, we didn't give them out. You know, what you've been selling is essentially a bootlegged copy. So he, you know, he realizes in hot water, he gives them a royalty check for, you know, product they've already sold. That, that smooths it over with them. They kind of go, all right. They take a liking to him. They sign off on the deal. So he now has the rights to Tetris on the Game Boy. Holy He's got it. And an open invitation to come back and bid on global console rights for like all the rest of it, like outbid other people. What? So they take such a liking to him that they're like, you can put it out on the Game Boy and if you want to come back in and just maybe sweet talk us, 
Maybe we'll tell these other clowns to take a hike. This right. guy could start a cult. He yeah. sounds charismatic as hell. He sounds really cool. Wow. Um, so he goes back to Nintendo and he tells them this. He's like, got the rights to the Game Boy. We're good to go there. We can put Tetris on the Game Boy. But also, yeah, we can. Uh, they gave me an invite to come in and like bid on the on the worldwide console rights, which at that time they're owned by Atari. Right. And Nintendo go, this sounds awesome because Atari is their biggest competitor. And the presidents of both companies, they hate each other. They have like long-standing beef, which was apparently just ex- like the real breaking point was the head of Atari had a dinner party at his house in Seattle and the head of Nintendo was there. And after the dinner, the head of Nintendo went for a nap and the head of Atari went, this is a sign of ultimate disrespect. <laughs> oh. Fuck you and fuck Nintendo. Oh, that's good. So <laughs> that's just... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If I'm having you guys around for dinner and one of you is having a little snooze afterwards, mm. I'm really not thinking anything of it. No. I'm not no. saying, Carl, we're having nothing to do with Dugo well, on ever again. <laughs> well, what? We got a bit of a sign of disrespect this morning from <laughs> that's, that's what we got. We got the Atari Nintendo. That's what's happening right now. Yeah, the this, ultimate yeah, sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the modern day dinner party. Yeah. A podcast. That's it. <laughs> I feel like I'd take it as a subtle hint that maybe you should head off if the host is having a nap. No, 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 it was his guest. guest. Oh, the guest it was had a, a nap. That is a weird... It's I mean, like, it feels like a weird thing to do at someone's house. Strange. But You come well, to my house, I stuff you full of food, <laughs> then you get sleepy and go to go yeah, have a little how lie dare down. You, how dare you eat my fish tacos and then disappear? <laughs> <laughs> it's not disrespect. What I was about to do was disrespect your lounge room <laughs> yeah. if I hadn't dis- disappeared. Yeah, that wasn't was a nap. strategic disappear. Yeah, yeah. He's been napping in the bathroom for three hours. <laughs> His snoring is a very strange sound. <laughs> He's snoring. Wailing. Splashing. (laughs) Uh, So he, so Hank goes back to Moscow, makes a big bid for the rights. Elog are keen, but they have to give Atari like a day to respond, you know, if they want to like counter counter bid, you know, outbid them. Uh, So in response to this, Atari sues Nintendo. They go, this is bullshit. We're taking you to court. We had the rights. You started putting this out anyway. Yeah, isn't that? That's a strange thing. So the rights that are being bought uh, can be. Somehow outbidded, or they're yeah. the, the, you've got it twelve yeah. months at a time. Or can I guess who's going to win this? Given the uh, how often I see Nintendo around and how often <laughs> I see Atari around these days. <laughs> but I do. It's just it is so cool. It's like it's so funny. This era of time where it's like contracts were like half a page. You right. know what I mean? When you yeah. get sent anything now, and it's like even if just if you're doing a gig for like some kind of official party, and it's like this eighty-page document that you have to wade through, and you're like, yeah. "I'm gonna do the gig. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. I want the money." Yeah. But it's yeah. like, no, someone fucked us over once before. <laughs> Are you saying that this is a nanny state now? <laughs> I mean, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm unvaccinated, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the judge ends up ruling that Nintendo wins the trial. Grants their injunction against Atari. So Nintendo go into production. They make the Game Boy version uh, and they make a Nintendo version for the US. The game comes out with every copy of the Game Boy. Sales record-breaking. Game becomes cultural phenomenon. Uh, people have these... Have you heard of this? When people ha- like start hallucinate when they're playing Tetris so much that they have hallucinations, oh. that they're seeing the... That they're oh. kind of seeing yeah. the blocks. I did... I once, when I was at TAFE, I once played Pac-Man so much that I did get a bit of like walking around feeling like there were ghosts, like you know, like I was moving. Yeah, like right. Pac-Man style. I yeah. I had that same experience. I got very lightheaded, but that's because I was playing Ms. Pac-Man, and I just yeah. really uh, turned on. Yeah. Saw the blood had gone to another part of the body. That was know? like me when I was playing Leisure Suit Larry so much, and <laughs> just constantly trying to find dingers. It was uh, it was quite weird. But have you yeah. ever had? Have you ever had the oh, Tetris yeah. effect? Because I, I, I played at night. And uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I close my eyes, going to sleep, and my brain continues the 
I'm the shades dropping down. I'm saying Cleveland. I'm saying Orange Ricky. Yeah, there's a VR version of it that I played a little bit of, and it's like it's too much. Yeah, that's knowing that this already can trigger like a psychiatric effect in people. It's like I don't need the fuck. I don't need the helmet on. Yeah. When did the song come in? The Game Boy version. I'm pretty sure. Oh right. I think so. Yeah, I think they. I think that's the one that coined the song. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. i got to get something off my chest. Okay. I ate your last biscuit. I was saving been, them for my wedding. That has been stress. <laughs> that has been stressing me out. I'm so sorry. I feel a lot better to get that off my chest. You know, keeping things bottled up can affect people negatively, and that had been affecting me. And that feel that's a weight off my shoulder. Yeah. It was delicious. I'm not sorry, but I did take the last biscuit he, that he was saving for his wedding. I didn't know that. <laughs> That is upsetting to hear. I think I'm going to have to get some uh, positive coping skills, learn to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you could give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's very convenient. It's flexible. You can fit it around your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You too can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com D-G-O today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H e l p dot com slash d g o. Uh, so uh, yeah, massive, massive cultural phenomenon. Hank Rogers becomes incredibly wealthy. Uh, Alexi, the developer, mm. he still absolutely zero money no. off of this worldwide no. smash game. He just still he's just he's just working away, and and you know by all accounts is like you know I mean he's like he's chill with it. You know it's just not in there society or culture at the yeah. time to feel like, oh, I've been hard done by here. It's like, yes, just how cool. things go. That's cool. That it's great. My thing got out there. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Is he still alive now? He, I think he might be, yeah. I believe so. Has he made any money? Well, so oh. him and Hank, uh, Hank, they stay good friends. Uh, and then in 1991, Hank helps Alexi move his family over to the United States. He gets a job at Microsoft where he continues making games. And then E-Log falls. I know his work then. Hmm? Microsoft, <laughs> Microsoft Golf. Golf, yep. Yeah. Microsoft, what was the other one I said? The calculator. <laughs> Solitaire. Yeah. Um, the calculator. The calculator. The running a diagnostics yeah. report on your modem. <laughs> Sleep. Yeah, that was his. Shut yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Sleep yeah. Uh E-Log falls apart. Alexi gets a letter informing him that the rights to Tetris are going to revert back to him. But because Elog's a government organisation, he gets a feeling that the Yeltsin government is mm. going to step in and contest this. Mm. So he calls Hank for advice. This, and is, Hank, this is Rocky Four all over again. I no, totally. Because yeah. Hank goes, you know what? You, I, you've made me an incredibly wealthy man. Uh, like he, he sees this as a way to repay his friend. So he gets on the horn. I, feel, I thought of a way to repay you. With money. <laughs> <laughs> but not with my money. No, no, no. Like, I'm incredibly wealthy. Yeah, yeah. I thought of a, I've now thought a of a reason, yeah, yeah. a way to pay you back. Yeah. But I, I put in a small amount of effort to see if I can get you some money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could go 50-50, but, 
you know, you're Russian, and I felt like that might have been offensive to eat the best because it's just not your way. Yeah. You know, it's just not I'm, what you're used to. I've only got dollars. I don't have any Russian <laughs> drachma or whatever you use. Yeah. So he, uh, so Henk heads over to Moscow, and he renegotiates the rights to Tetris, and he he gets them. He gets Alexei the rights, and the two of them together start up a company called the Tetris Company that is basically. I like it snappy. Still yeah. exists. Yeah. No. N- on the nose, yeah. No beating around the no, bush. Yeah. No globnorb or whatever the fuck was going on. <laughs> exactly. Before. Yeah. This company still exists, and it basically they've got like a kind of um, just basically like a rule book of how anyone who's making a new version of Tetris, it's like here's the things that have to be in it. Smash Boy. Smash Boy. Orange Ricky. Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Blue Ricky. Yeah. yeah. Reverse Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> yeah. Up the bum, no babies. <laughs> <laughs> the best brick of all. <laughs> That's great. Going into the Tetris company and being like, all right, so, you know, we're going to make a version of it, but here's some changes. I don't know how many times we have to tell you. this. That's why this company exists yeah. is so that people like you can't do this. You can't have a piece called the rusty trombone <laughs> that fills up the whole screen. How many times do we have to tell you? All right, all right, back to the drawing board. No, no drawing board. There is no drawing board. Okay, so we put the, the we, we we put the golden shower in here. And then what? <laughs> then what do we do? Um, so yeah, that's basically that's the history of Tetris. Now I don't know if you guys ever have people who um, you know who who know a lot about the subject that you've covered on an episode that then call you know like write in and go oh, oh yeah oh you've gotten this bit wrong mm. or you've left this bit out. Does yes. that ever happen? You have oh, people no, like fact check weekly you? basis. Yeah. Okay. So I should I should point out just for the sake of um, accuracy and transparency. There, there was a guy that Alexi was mates with that he was kind of like is is riding kind of like side saddle with him the whole time mm-hmm. throughout this journey. They were kind of working on the game together. They were workshopping it together. He moved to the States with him. He did all that stuff. And I'm, I'm sure there's been some people listening being like, you've left out his little mate. Right. You haven't inc- you've gotten little, this all little wrong. Little Ricky, little Orange yeah, Ricky. Yeah, <laughs> you've got the story all wrong. You know, you've left this guy. This guy's, you know, he's mm-hmm. butchered the story of Tetris. And just to be clear, the reason that I've left him out of the story it's not human error. Mm. It's um, it's it's the fact that at the very end of the story, in like I think '98 or something, he went insane and murdered his whole family and yeah. then killed himself. So, yeah. so oh. all right, guys, I've Why? editorialized and I've the left fuck? him out for the sake of Why comedy. Why the fuck didn't we just hear that story <laughs> <laughs> instead of all this fucking franchise bullshit for an hour? <laughs> so yeah, that's Tetris, folks. Wow. Yeah. What an, uh, an, I, I guess that answered all the questions I had about Tetris. <laughs> yeah. so. well, I was wondering how you were they negotiate? <laughs> you could have done Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, but you did the prequels, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's 100%. all about the the trade routes and the... Um, oh, okay. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I recently you. learned about I get why people hate the prequels. I get you. <laughs> right, right, Apparently right, it's right, a lot right, of business. Right, a lot of right. politics. Admin. Uh, Admin. Admin more right. than light, lightsaber fighting. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, so, yeah, Dave yeah. got a bit of a look in last night to uh, mm. what I was cooking up there and then... Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? You think he faked He faked this? No. I, <laughs> I, I was surprised. Yeah, I was thinking, how is this going to be an episode... Um and by Jingo you did it. By Jingo. By Jingo. As I, uh, we yeah. always say. Like I said, I like it's just such an of its time story that just could never happen today. Oh, with yeah. how things get That's made. Fascinating. The fact that it has to escape the USSR. And yeah, I, I got all this from a, a book by a guy called Box Brown, which is um that's the other thing is like 
I remember. Uh, there's got to be something there. Fox Brown. <laughs> Fox Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I I remembered reading this book and I was like, ah, oh, that'd be good for Dugo. And it's very colourful. Yeah. You know, very um, you know, very silly story. And then as I was reading it, I remembered probably the reason I think that is because it's like an Ill- it's like a graphic novel. Yeah. So right. it's like it's actually not very silly or light at all. It's just the fact that like the book about it is like lit- literally a comic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, sick. Box, so, box Brown, is that like the, the brown box that was on Warnicky's flight to the toilet last night? Is that recorded? Is that of a black box? I really think you're overthinking this. Okay, I really right, think right. you yeah, I think I would just lean into the brown. This. Why didn't they make all of Warnicky out of the brown, brown yeah, box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. We're getting further away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that's yeah. possible. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Do we have... Do we, do we have time? I've just found an article about the history of the Tetris theme music I could read you quickly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I was just thinking when you said, <laughs> when you said, um, do you have any people who come in and contact you about wrong info and how I asked you a question about the music and you had a educated guess about it? Come yeah, in with a game I took boy. a stab. I'm like, oh, let me just double check. And I haven't read this. So Thanks. this could be... <laughs> As ex- so I'm, I was trying to bre- uh, browse through it then. So but you, it- wait, so you, you've implied that I'm wrong, but no, then no, you're no. like, I actually haven't read this information, no, so you I might have found it right. Hang on. I Everyone don't mean- shut up while I possibly agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, all I saw was this weird line that it, or I, it, that it, it comes from a poem, and I don't really understand how that makes sense. But anyway, it says, this is from uh, Tetris.com. Was so. a man from Nantucket. <laughs> <laughs> The original Tetris theme song is almost as iconic as the game itself, so much so that it's easy to forget where the music originated from and just how much it evolved over the years. First and foremost, the true name of the Tetris theme is Korobiniki, the Russian word for peddlers, and it was initially created as a poem by Nikolai Nekrasov in 1861. Okay. <laughs> this is... Thrilling. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck, I hope this goes somewhere. If you pay a visit to Russia... Fuck, my story sounds, feels like the Matrix now. <laughs> <laughs> there's currently a thrill ride. <laughs> there's currently a museum that contains several archived documents pertaining to Nekrasov, including a copy of the infamous Korobiniki itself. Oh, my God. Historian Patricia Kennedy Grimstead notes that the museum opened its doors in 1946. They're padding this out now. To mark the 125th... I know <laughs> <laughs> Warnicky's pants. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Upon reading the poem, uh, it's a poem now. Yeah, this is where it was based on. How in 1989? How's the theme music based on a poem? That's what I don't quite understand. That's what I, I, I'm like. Oh, this might be interesting, but it turns out it wasn't. <laughs> right. But yeah. Uh, in no, 1989, Hirokazu Tanaka. Does that did that name come up at all? No. Uh, remade the song for the Nintendo Game Boy version of Tetris. So you were right. Okay. Great. So the game, yeah. So so it's an existing thing that's out there, but the but in terms of it, its usage in Tetris, yes, the it, Game Boy is the first version to use it. So yeah, I'm glad I um, glad we checked that. I'm glad out. I uh, got you there. Yeah. So I just want to say, gotcha, Tommy. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and re-answer again. No, we don't have time to hear that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can just edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> Real nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, thank uh, you for coming on Do Go On once again um, and for preparing the report. Uh, really took it off my plate, so I appreciate that very no much. It's Would the second official episode uh, in the in the crossover. The first one was about Mike Patton. 
Yeah. People who That's love right. this. That's right. I assume we talk. I actually we did talk about shit in a hairdryer. Absolutely. So oh, yes. So there was a bit of a thread there. Yeah. I wonder what it's going to complete the shit trilogy. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, we. I mean, I felt like yeah, because you did Mike Patton, which is a big interest to you mm. when we came on, and I thought I'll do something video games. You know, I'm into video games. So maybe like. Maybe to complete the shit trilogy, we have to we have to come together and do a joint oh. report of something that we're a Voltron both, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the history Warnicke's, of feces. Warnicky's pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we could do a report. Let's go. Let's go to Warnicky's house now, and just watch what's going on. Yeah, just see. Mm. Yeah, and then come back with a, with our story of what we saw. You know how before we were all like, oh man, we were so excited to have the day to ourselves now, and and you want to go and spend the rest of your afternoon at Dave's house, <laughs> watching him have food poisoning, peering through the bathroom window. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on in there? A lot of groaning. I'm hearing stuff, but I I I, I don't believe it. I got to see it. <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, Dave. There, but for the grace of God, go I. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm really feeling like I could be heading to that place, yeah. you know, within the next 24 hours A lot of, of karma. Yeah, 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 totally. You've learned a lesson though, right? Absolutely if you, not. If no you way. If gold class, you still might <laughs> test yourself on the fish tacos. Mm. No, no. what I'd probably do is um not eat the fish tacos, get home late from the movie, have not had dinner. Yeah. Order like a big creamy carbonara at 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Eat that right before bed and yeah. then just write uh, off the entire rest of the day. Yeah. That's Have how weird I do dreams it. and yep. weird yep. shits. So yep. same result, but just different different pathways. Different to get methodology. There. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> so you're for people who don't know the little dum dum club. It's a very long running Australian comedy podcast. It must be one of the longest. Yeah. I assume is it? I think so. Yeah. It's been running for 10 plus years. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it must be. You guys have been on it. We took you to Kosamui with us right. if, if people listen and remember that. Um there'll be an episode coming up with you guys on it again soon. <laughs> who else who else has been on it recently? I, I list, the last one I listened to had Sean McAuliffe on it. Oh yeah. Which is pretty sick. Yeah. And Tony Martin. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were on the same episode together. Um yeah, look, heaps of people. Who are all the big names? Who we, who have we had on there? Kamal Nanjani, I'm just trying to think of big American. You had Kamal now. on. I've been watching uh his his uh series on Chippendales. Chippendales, yeah. 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 I didn't know about that story at all. We so- had Bill Burr on. Uh you had- Fucking hell. Yeah. Are you going to do that with every name Carl says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been uh, watching <laughs> uh, The Dave Mandalorian. He, <laughs> he turned up to a podcast. <laughs> we had uh, Russell Peters on once. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Oh, I remember when I was at a... <laughs> yeah, he's going to comment. <laughs> I was at a... What's the comics... Land? Not the comics... Land, the... Perth Comic Sounds, whatever that's Comedy called. Lounge. Comedy Lounge and Kappa was meant to be on and he got bumped for Russell Peters. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'd be all right with that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, but I would have said that makes sense with anyone bumping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, heaps of people have been on. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's 600 and something episodes in the back catalogue. The listened. idea of it, right, is that we're it's sort of like a... Theatre of the mind, you're in the green room at a comedy club. Is that kind guess, of what it is? Guess, well, it yeah. was, because it's that old as a podcast that, like, you guys have have got into podcasting late enough where it was like, 
oh, you can't just sit around and talk shit like two fucking idiots <laughs> like Daslow and Chandler. Yeah. You've got to have a concept now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the, You're the, the reason why everyone has like these yeah. very niche yeah. concepts. A, re- a re- or a reason to exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we got in at the time where it was like, just be funny with your mates on the air. We'll do this for like maybe two months and then we'll get a radio job and that'll be that. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That, that was what the landscape was like at the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're in the so as you and uh, Hamish and Andy were probably there and yeah, you know. very comparable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever happened to those guys? But yeah, Who no, knows? they've been on. They've been on the pod. Yeah, and, and, and all the big names in Australia and beyond have been on. Um, get roped into doing it. Um, so yeah, and it's a similar vibe to our show. Uh, it's all very positive. Everyone's yeah. nice to each other. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this before, but your audience is uh, very, very well mannered, very polite, <laughs> and very nice, and and a, and a little bit different to ours. It's. Uh, <laughs> We've there is crossover though. There's definitely people it, yeah. who come. Crossover, to, yeah, there's yeah, people who it. listen to everything. But it is like you know, it's it's like we're in the state penitentiary, just like looking out the window, and it's yeah. like an ice cream truck's pulled out. Yeah. <laughs> there's all these kids having a fun yeah. time out in the street. And we're like, yeah. God, that'd be nice. I know. I mean, I've really made a life for myself on the inside. You know, I've got like, yeah. I've got a guy that like smuggles stuff in yeah. for me. So I'm really, I don't know how I'd go in the real world. Meanwhile, I'd probably just reoffend and be sent back here. Yeah, we're, just we're, one day out there would be we're, nice. We're looking at all their fans that are just like. Cherry, cherry-cheeked little blossoms eating <laughs> ice cream. Meanwhile, we turn around and have to play to San Quentin over here. They're throwing fucking knives at us. <laughs> That's what it's like. Yeah. That's yeah. the difference. So That's if, the difference. If, if any of you got lovely listeners of Dugal and ever want to come to our live show and try and average out <laughs> yeah. the, the fucking... Yeah. Oh, please. The Hell's Angels that are at our show. <laughs> please. we got a gig coming out at Altamont. That's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> And hey, if, yeah, if anyone listening does uh, listen to video games as well, check out Filthy Casuals because that's a show that I do about video games. But yeah, lots of lots of comedy you can get your hands on. Lots mm. of free content out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Get around it. Well, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Um, when's is this coming out now? Like, is this when's this coming out? I'm not sure because we were going to do it at the same time as the Dum Dum episode next True. week. You're my advice, Bennett. <laughs> Absolute waste of we'll everyone's time. We'll just have a time. week off instead. Yeah. <laughs> Do a Warnicky and flush it. I'd love it. You guys are like, yeah, this will come out next week, and we and we, we log on next week. The best of Do Go On <laughs> Summer Series. Think everyone's having a little yeah. holiday, guys. Hosted by Glenn Ridge. What's, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I was asking because I was going to be like, have a good New Year's, but who cares? Anyway, yeah. No, I think no, you're right. I think it will just come out this week. Yeah. yeah. So sure. have a good New Year's. Okay. <laughs> Listen out for all three of the Do Go On hosts, hopefully yeah. on the little Dum Dum Club in the new year. Yes. And you, you're both doing uh, festival shows? Oh, I not. am. You're not doing one? No, I'm not. My name's Carl and I'm not. No. <laughs> this is the first <laughs> a year great title. Uh, mm. No, no, I didn't do last year either, so... But Tommy, you are. Tommy is. Yeah, I'm doing a show called Scam Artist oh, about how that. I had my identity stolen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fuck. So lucky it's right. <laughs> I know. Happens, isn't man. it funny when you're like, shit, that's sick. Oh, you had an awful thing happen to you. Congrats. Well done. <laughs> that's oh, a show. you've got a show. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. I've had a really great year. So. You, know, you know what would be great? If that, that's the that's the subject of your show, and then you rock up to your show, and it's not you there, <laughs> oh, that have, is good. I have thought about stuff that like that. I good. did think about calling it the talented Mister Dasselo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah. it's a bit. It just does. If you don't know that film, it's like, yeah. oh, fuck, what? <laughs> I, I do like it though. I do yeah, I like, like it. it. Yeah, I really. I yeah. I don't think I got. I don't think I ended up with a great title, but I just could not think of anything that. You know what's annoying is that I kept coming back to the idea of calling it imposter syndrome, but my friends in Chimp Cop. 
Ben and Adam, they caught that was their show last year. Oh, yeah. right. So I keep saying, I'm like, this is so fucking annoying <laughs> that this title that would be perfect for a thing that I'm doing, you guys used it as a title last year. And they're like, you know what the best bit is? It didn't really even have anything <laughs> to do with what our show was. Dogs. Also, one of my favorite stories, and we told this on, we've had this on the podcast about 10 years ago, but a friend of ours, a comedian called Pete Sharkey, once he used to drink a lot and he once got so blackout drunk, he was at a pub. And then he blacked out and he woke up in a different town in a cinema halfway through the talented Mr. Ripley. Any <laughs> <laughs> <Eating> fish tacos. <laughs> that, was, that, wasn't a, that wasn't a blackout, that was a brownie. <laughs> what a beautiful spot to end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks and sorry, everyone. Yeah. Miss you, Dave. Oh, what a pleasure to have both Tommy and Carl from the Little Dum Dum Club. Is that who that was? That yes. Do we ever introduce them? I don't uh, think we ever said their I names. I did. I oh, did. Okay, great, fantastic. I tried to get you to do it, and remembered you can't talk. No, no, uh, I was playing. It was a little joke that I do, a little character. Yeah. You know, I'm wearing these headphones. Yeah. And I've got one off my ear. Yeah. But also, these headphones only one side of them works. Fun. And it's not the one I've got on my ear. So I. Had, cool. I had the, I was wearing headphones and I couldn't hear anything. But anyway, I'll fix that now. Okay. Just to keep you in the loop. Thank you. And the listeners. Yeah, the listeners cared. More importantly. Oh. Even more importantly. The listeners are more important than me. Uh, yeah. God, you're a dog. Oh, you are one person. Our listeners number th- millions. Okay, it's not the trolley the problem. Millions. It's not that either I die or our millions of listeners die. Right. I'm just saying you're who's more important yeah. to you in your day-to-day life, and, and it's obviously the listeners because you're all about money and fame, you fucking sell out. The listeners aren't money and fame. They're people who are here for me. They're people who have thoughts and dreams and, you know, heads. I hate it when Dave's away. We've got torsos. Okay. You know what I mean? They're flesh and blood, Jess. What am I? Fucking chopped liver. Is that true? I hate fighting with you. <laughs> I, let's never do it again. <laughs> well, and fun. we're what back a, in the room. What a what a loose episode. So good. Yeah. But we've uh, we've said goodbye to Tommy and Carl. Mm-hmm. They've moved on with their lives. Tommy's gone off to record an episode of Filthy Casuals. Yeah. Uh, and I assume it's once again going to be about Tetris. I assume so. I mean, he's just done all that work. He may mm. as well. May as well. But do you reckon, I mean, Filthy Casuals has been around for a long time. Have they not covered Tetris? Surely. 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 Unless they're a new game podcast, uh, which they uh, maybe they are. are. I don't yep. know. <laughs> uh, so I think they do a spinoff called Nintendo 69, which is maybe a retro oh, that's one. Good. That is good. That is that good. That stuff writes itself. Um, so go check it out if you if you enjoyed this and you love video games. Yeah. You probably already listened to Filthy Casuals, and it's pointless us giving you this plug. But if you're new to video games, mm. go check it out. Go check out video games. Go check them out. They're fun. Yeah, just a bit of fun. Bit of fun. You know, and if you've been checking them out too much, why don't you go outside? Go outside. <laughs> read a book. Touch some grass. Yeah, you need to you need to touch some grass. Uh, so we're up to the section of the show, which is my favorite, and I believe everyone's favourite section of the show where we thank a few of our great supporters. And I should say, because I didn't say it good before, how good is it to be alive? Now, uh, the way this works is people go to patreon.com slash pod and they can support us on all sorts of levels. Up to you. There's a list. Mm-hmm. You pick one based on how much you want to 
pay or what things you want to get or whatever. And you certainly don't have to do that. No. Don't get me wrong. You don't have to. Just no listening pressure. makes me feel so good. Yeah. That you, Geraldine, are listening right now. Oh, my God. That's going to be crazy. Oh, can I do one? Yeah. That you, James, oh, are listening. That one might even work better. Yeah. Do you reckon, reckon we've got more Jameses than Geraldines? Um, I reckon. Yeah. 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 I'd say that quite confidently, actually. Uh, so James is such a basic bitch name. Mm-hmm. It's yours and Dave's middle names. Yes. And Andy and Matthews. Andy Matthews. <laughs> and Brendan Fraser. Really? So it's, Holy yeah. Holy Yeah. I think it's nearly everyone, every boy's middle name, every yep. girl's middle name is Marie. No, it's, yeah, Marie and or Louise. Yeah. It's one of the big three. Or Anne. I said Anne. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just now? Uh, so yeah, if you I literally if, said two extra names and you lost one of them. If you get involved, I think I thought you said and anyway. So if you, which would not have made sense, but <laughs> Jessica and Perkins. But <laughs> <laughs> so you you said Anne and Louise, and I thought you said and and Louise. Uh huh. Double and. Gotcha. Uh so <laughs> uh, one of the uh rewards people can get. I mean, there's all sorts of things. Bonus episodes. Mm. Uh, shout outs. Uh access to a, an exclusive Facebook club. Yep. The nicest corner of the internet. Beautiful place. Uh, but one of the things is if you sign up to the Sydney Scheinberg level, you get to give us a fact or quote or a question in a section we call fact, quote or question, which has a little jingle goes something like this. Fact, quote or question. Ding. She always remembers the ding. She always remembers the sing. And <laughs> the way this section works is uh, if you're on that level, Sydney Scheinberg, you get to give us a fact, quote or question. You also get to give yourself a title, and I'll read out four each week. I'll read them out when I read them out. That makes sense. The first one comes from Ryan Butterfield, a.k.a. Senior Chief Submariner. Okay. And Ryan is asking us a question. All right. We'll see if I feel like answering. And Because you do not like submarines. Mm-mm-mm. But do you like submariners? I think so. Yeah. But we'll find out. Okay. Ryan writes, Hey, guys, let me try writing in English again since last time it was really bad. I'm headed to Disney World for a five-day trip. First question, when you are, uh, when are you doing a U.S. tour? Second question, where can I get tickets? Wow. Uh, first question, I, we're hoping for 2023. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, we were in the sort of planning stage for 2020. I'd say we're advanced planning stage. Do you reckon? Yeah. Um, I'm so glad we didn't spend the multi-multi-thousands of dollars for that visa, which we were getting very close to doing. We were about to write that check. And and just to stress again, multi-multi-thousand dollar. It's, uh, yeah. It's expensive to come to your country and perform for you. Um, It's almost like they don't think of us as... Americans. Crazy, isn't American it? American citizens. Wild. They see us as foreigners. I don't understand. When we go to the UK, they welcome They're us. Like, Hello, with a governor. Big hug. Come on in. Have a water. Oh, I've got made you a cuppa. Here That's what they say. It's yeah. crazy. They're like too uh, nice. It's almost too um, nice. No, no, no. Yeah. So we, we, we're hoping, look, don't take our word too strongly on that. It's, uh, I just, and I'm just worried. I don't want to, you like to sort of, you and I are chalk and cheese, are we? We're always, you're yeah. always like you're you're a dreamer. I'm a dreamer, and I'm terrified of getting people's hopes up, and 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 them taking it as concrete. Yes, um, I just want them to know that we are trying. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we're 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 planning it. We're really hoping to do some more um, live 
tours and stuff um, in various places New next Zealand. year. New Zealand. We'd love to come to Jeez, New Zealand. We've been saying that for a long time. Yeah, we're, we're, we're sort of we're looking at, we're keeping our eye on uh, cheap flights because for three of us it can be expensive. <laughs> um, and even, you know, some some other shows in, in other cities in Australia that we haven't been to for a while. So it's on the cards. We don't have concrete dates yet, but... When we do, you'll, of course, like Patreons will be the first to know and the first to get uh, access to tickets as well to mm. answer your second question, um, which I think was probably being a little bit tongue-in-cheek. But part of the perk of being a Patreon is uh, early access to tickets. Yes. Uh, I think our first UK tour was basically sold out by the Patreons. Yeah. The first run of tickets anyway. Yeah. And uh, America, I'd say, would be some. Very similar. Similar, maybe. Actually, we have no idea. That's the other scary thing. Yeah. We'll be going over and we would have already spent uh, over 10 grand and it was like, oh, I hope people come. Yeah. Hope this <laughs> Might wasn't... have to sell a kidney. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get paid for like donating blood or sperm over there. So maybe. Really? Maybe if you wouldn't oh, mind taking finally it. We can, <laughs> finally. I got a lot of blood. Dave has got a lot of. <laughs> blood. A lot of spunk, if you know what I mean. Blood. A lot of hotspot. Blood. He's got a lot blood. of blood also. Yeah. I also have blood. You got blood? I'm not allowed to donate blood. Oh. Yeah. Why is that? I kept fainting. Oh, right. <laughs> I only fainted once and then I um, I was anemic and they're like, you have to take a break. Mm. So I will drive you guys to and from your appointments. Oh, well, getaway car. That's how. <laughs> We're doing a heist at the sperm bank. <laughs> Anyway, so yes, hopefully very soon, but you'll uh, we will keep you updated, of course. And it's not really, going to be a surprise. That's nice. I don't think anyone's really been asking. They used to ask a lot. Now I think people are like, you know, I think they're almost like, nah, let's not. Let's uh, give up. Let's don't give up hope. We get it a lot on Twitter and uh, and Instagram still. Very very keen. I'm mm. so keen. Absolutely. I want to go over and, and see a game of NFL football. Yes. That is National Football League football. I wouldn't mind seeing some hockey. Ooh. I think that could be fun. Who are you going to go see? Penguins? Probably. I'd love to see Penguins versus Flames, my two teams <sighs> clashing. Who do you go for there? That's the trick. Who do you trick. go? Oh, Sophie's choice. <laughs> I know. You know? And I reckon Sophie would go with the Flames. Okay. <laughs> wow. Sophie had a favourite. All right. Well, it's the problem with putting it, giving it up to Sophie. Um, I don't know where that phrase comes from. All right, and uh, really appreciate that, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> the next one comes from Amy C. And Amy has the title of Chief Embalmer Sons Ass Packing No Matter How Many Rear Orifices I Find. Okay. I wonder how many Amy's found in the past. Hmm, just on the street. Oh, yeah. Found another rear <laughs> rear end. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's sort of like the donut hole, right? You know that joke, we sell donut holes. I don't know if that's a joke, but basically you're not selling anything there. Yeah, okay. would that Would that be the same with orifices? <sighs> Look at all that. There's a pile of orifices in the yeah. corner. We've got to move some units here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not Are sure we running I out of gas? <laughs> I think I am. Oh, big time. I'm running hungry. Running out of steam. <laughs> I mean, Dave's running out of gas. <laughs> Poor Dave. Poor Dave. Um, Hopefully when he's listening back to this, he's uh, if on you, the mend. If you aren't on an episode, are you listening back to it? No, but he's editing this one. True. Uh, so Sorry, Dave. Uh, Amy C. has a fact, writing, I humbly submit for Jess's consideration. Hmm. This is a potentially fun fact. We'll see. Uh, though weird to WTF, 
Okay, well, I don't deal in weird or WTF facts. She says weird to WTF seems more accurate. Yeah, so I... That's well, closer to my purview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what we deem these, this fact. Uh, is, do I use purview right there? I think so. Uh, in medieval times, monks documented that you could tell the age of a rabbit by how many anuses it had. Okay, now we're... Okay. This is fun because I don't know why. Normally we go, well, that, that seems like a real non sequitur. Yeah. Or however you say that word. Like uh, in the title, and then it, you know, this is where the orifice thing came from. Hmm. Do you connect those two dots? No. Do you connect those two dates? <laughs> uh, the belief was that due to its alleged promiscuous nature, a rabbit developed one anus for every year it lived. What? It is so bizarre and absurd, I have no idea how this conclusion could ever be drawn. But rabbits... Can live a while, can't they? Yeah. I so imagine, think so. I think at some point you'd be more anus than body mm. than anything else. Imagine if humans did that. Are they thinking they've? I'd have thirty-two anuses. Mm. That's yuck. That's double the amount you have. But why would they? <laughs> what? What? Surely this is something that could have easily been checked. Yeah, just have a look. I have no idea how this conclusion ever could have been drawn, but I heard it on an episode of Your Dead to Me, a BBC radio podcast, so it must be fairly reliable, right? Thanks all. Keep up the, as always, great work. Would you say that's a fun fact? I know it's mine to my call to make. I think that's pretty fun. I think it's pretty fun. It's interesting. I think it's going to start a conversation if yeah. you bring it up. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all right, Amy, I'll say it's a fun fact. Fantastic. Uh, the next one comes from Skype. Double exclamation mark. Okay. Official commercial driver. Sorry. Official commercial diver. Uh, that's quite different. <laughs> I was like, finally, I can have a rest from driving us around. Yeah. Nope. It's a diver. Uh, also, Matt's non-binary parent. Sky, thank you so much. Everything I am today mm. was from the lessons you taught me, Sky. Thank you, Sky. Sky's got a brag writing... I just graduated commercial diving school in the top of my class. Yes. And I already have a job diving. I want to say driving every time. Every time. Uh, this is my dream job and I'm I'm genuinely dream so. Dream job. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No, no, no. Just... just chucking R's in everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a rabbit. I got too many R's. <laughs> That's, not my stomach. That's not bad. Uh, I'm genuinely so, so excited to start working. I've made a few really good friends out here and I'm moving back to the middle of the country to work on dams and stuff. Whoa. Wow, Sky, congratulations. That's huge, Sky. Well done. And also just nice that I love hearing people's enthusiasm for stuff they're doing and yes. being excited for yourself. That's huge. Oh, it's so great. Good to, on you. Great to hear people uh, live in the dream. Love that. Um, and, yeah, because you, you did dive recently. And it didn't go that well. Yeah, that was. Um, Not your dream, I'm guessing. No, because I threw up in the ocean. Yeah. I got seasick in the ocean. I feel under the sea. I was honestly impressed with myself. Yeah, because I would have thought that it would almost be a positive pressure there. Yeah, because we were on a little boat and the, the skipper was like, if you're feeling a bit seasick, don't worry. Once you're in the water, you'll be fine. Mm. That'll just go away. And I was like, I just have to. It's a short boat ride. I just have to get through this without throwing up. And I did, and I was so proud of myself. And I get in the water and I'm bobbling around too much uh, and I threw up in the ocean. And that would be, wouldn't that be similar to chum? Wouldn't yeah, it, fish loved it. Fish did? Sharks? It, it brought a lot of fish, Any no sharks. Fish? Okay, that's good. But I saw a lot of turtles. I mean, was the day worth it? 
I guess. I also just saw turtles at the beach. Today, Dave saw a lot of turtles. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Sky. Loved that fact. Uh, sorry, brag. Uh, so good. Oh, we don't get it. a lot of brags. Love a brag. Bring them on. We love a brag. Good on you, Sky. Uh, the last one this week comes from Angelo Del Guducci. Uh, okay, don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> That's uh, a Simpsons reference. That is a Simpsons reference. And I got it. I understand this reference. Uh, Dave, Only I may dance. That's that's what I say. I think all that time. all the time. Conan. At the, yeah. At the, the, uh, 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 Only I may dance. I say it so much. But on the I, I didn't do it episode. Yeah. Uh, so Angelo's got a fact writing. The abbreviation OMG can be traced back to 1917 in a letter from British Navy Admiral John Arbonaut Fisher to Winston Churchill about rumours of new titles that would soon be bestowed. The letter read, I hear that a new order of knighthood is on the tapas, he wrote. OMG, bracket, oh my God. (gasps) Shower it on the Admiralty. Can you believe that? Wow. That's the origin of OMG. 1917. Wow. Any thought? If you could break down uh, a response to this in maybe three letters, how would you respond? Lol. (laughs) That's fantastic. What stuff. were you going to say, Mom? <laughs> I realized Mom is also <laughs> three letters. I was going to say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went for lol. I uh, guess I just find more joy in life than you, you do. do. <laughs> you do. Uh, I'm more joyful. Thank you so much, Angelo, Sky, Amy, and Ryan. The next thing we like to do is shout out to a few of our other fantastic supporters. Jess, you normally come up with a bit of a game, yeah, for this section. We're uh, going to normally com- based on the topic. Yeah, we're going to. Um, we're not going to give you the whole plot or anything, like look it up yourselves, but we're going to um, just tell you the name of the game that they invented. What is the name of the game? Thank you so much. That's great. You think so? I think that's so good. I think we could have some fun with it if you just loosened up a little bit. Yes. I, I was. That's my only note. I was thinking you were going to say uh, we would uh, give them a <laughs> an orange Ricky type name, but this is better because there's more scope here. Yeah. Well, it would have ended up being uh, red, Ricky. Yeah, <laughs> brown, Ricky. Um, the uh, orange. No, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, if I can kick us off, please. Do you want to go one for one? That's what I did with Dave last week. Yeah, fantastic. I reckon. I'll read a name. You give a game. You give a game. I read a name. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did a bit of a. I win, you lose. Yeah. No. Heads, heads. I win, tails. You lose. All right, bit of fun. All right. <laughs> I asked him to loosen up, to be fair, and he's done it. (laughs) Uh, First up, I'd love to thank from Glasgow in Scotland, it's Onk. Onk. I obviously invented the game Tree Plugger. Oh, Tree Plugger. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, we're not going to explain how it works. No, we don't do explain it. You did say that. I mean. Because I knew we'd just get bogged down too much. Oh, really? Because I, I mean, I'm picturing a whole world and you're wrong tree plugger really it's, it's the opposite of what you expect no kidding i was picturing it that um you had to put the, the world was full of holes yeah and the oceans were draining uh-huh. so we had uh the game is sort of like a whack-a-mole yeah. style game only you're putting you're plugging holes with trees right no no it's way about, off it's about demolishing forests <laughs> it's uh, really bad thank you so much for your support <laughs> onk thank you onk uh, I would love to thank from Stanmore, New South Wales, Jeff Hammett. Violin hero. Violin hero, yes. The heavily anticipated follow-up. 
Love that. Thank you, Jeff. Um, my pitch has improved since playing Violin Hero. Oh, yeah. I'm very good at it. Yeah, but- you're great baseballer now. Yeah. <laughs> now your turn. Uh, no, it's back to you. No, I just no, read it's, that one. No, it's back to me. It's not that hard. I found this equally confusing <laughs> last week with Dave. I did it every time. Okay. We were also sharing that my computer, so I kept turning around to him to read and he's like just does a, like a, a twirling motion with his finger. No, I'm buddy. like, oh, yep, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> well, I would love to take from Halifax in Canada, mm. it's Rebecca Dubois. And Rebecca Dubois invented the game... Uh, airplane race. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw an air conditioner. Oh, airplane race. I like how you you put it into North American parlance. Exactly, as well. not aeroplane. No. Airplane. Or do Canadians Canadians often speak like us? Don't they? Sometimes. I'm not sure if they say airplane or aeroplane. I love cultural differences. Isn't though. it fun? It is so much fun. It's crazy that like you go to a different place yeah. and it's different. I love little quirks. I love it. Bucks party, stag, stag night. Oops, yeah, bachelor, bachelor party. party. Same I mean, thing. Come on. But very different. So language. beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. Um, I would love to thank also from Canada from Nanamo. Definitely said that wrong. Apologies, Matt Lineker. Matt Lineker. Do you remember the game he invented? It's called Stubbies. Stubbies. Yeah. You walk around trying not to stub your toe. Oh, my God. You could not be further from the truth. Why? You go around trying to stub your toe. <laughs> but there are no obstacles. No obstacles. <laughs> you must search yeah. in the barren desert for an obstacle to stub your toe on. You know, in the original Mario Brothers, or not the well, maybe the original, I don't know. I think it was the first one where there's a a secret brick that you got a headbutt to get a, yeah. a mushroom early. It's like that, right? but they're all invisible. So Whoa. you're going around kicking the air hoping, hoping you find a brick to stub your toe. Wow. But you don't even get a mushroom out of it. You get pain. No, but, yeah, but that. Uh, Makes the, you bigger. Yeah. I thought we you weren't get, explaining the games. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's your turn again. Okay, thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> I'd love to thank uh, from Atlas hmm, Unknown. <laughs> Can only assume from deep within the fortress of the moles, it's Mike Humphrey. And it's um, convenient, actually, that's where Mike is from. It was sort of his muse because his game is called Mole Check. Oh, yeah. And it's just a skin. Oh. You just check all the moles on. You're a doctor. Yeah. And you have patients come in. You have to check their skin for moles. Wow. It was put out by, like, the Cancer Council and stuff, you know, one of those educational games. And Came so free with your cereal box. If you If you don't. Check well, you lose patience and stuff like that. Holy shit. Yeah, it's pretty full on. Man, I feel like I'd lose patience with that game. (laughs) It's a lot of high pressure. A lot of high pressure (laughs) and tedious sounding. Um, (laughs) I would also love to thank from also deep within the Fortress of the Moles, uh, Kara Smith. Oh, Kara Smith. What a game that she invented. It's called Jim the Bin Man. Jim the Bin Man. Such an endearing character and Mm. such a beautiful backstory. Yes. Love that one. So rich yeah, tapestry. The game starts when he's knocking off his shift. He's yeah. gone around, you know, he's been up at five. He's got the rest of the day to himself. Yeah. So and you run errands with Jim. Run errands with Jim. Pick up the kids. Pick up the kids. You go do dinner. some shopping. Yeah. Uh probably, you know, end up going to bed early. If you go to bed early, you've clocked the big boss. I played a game where you play a mail carrier and you just drive around a little town delivering mail. 
Oh, yeah. And I fucking loved it. Postman Pat? It was beautiful. It was called Lake. It's gorgeous. Okay, that's a confusing name. Well, you drive around the lake, Matt. Okay. <laughs> Your turn. Yes, I knew that. Uh, I'd also love to thank from Melbourne in Victoria, Australia, it's Reese. Reese uh, invented the game Electrician. Oh, yeah. And uh, you, you you start off with like, you know, just you're just working on a little like electrical panel and you're putting wires together and stuff. And as you progress through the levels, you're like wiring houses and then mm. office buildings and it's pretty full on. So this is very different to Lake. This one, it is what it sounds like it's going to be. Oh, but also by night, you're Batman. <laughs> is so that gotta, better? You've got to get through quite a few levels before the game yeah. takes a hard left turn. Because you're just trying to live your life and then mm. you become Batman. Oh, man. I mean, isn't that the Bruce Wayne story? Nothing ever fucking makes you happy. Anyway, the next that, person I would... Oh, oh, that actually made me very happy. <laughs> How dare you? The next person I would love to thank is from Avondale Heights in Victoria. It's Natalie Baker. Oh, Natalie Baker. Obviously, um, I think it was a bit of nominative determinism here. Determinativism. Because uh, Natalie Baker mm-hmm. made a game called National Bank. Yeah. And um, Or the Nat Bank. And, uh, yeah, it's basically <laughs> all these games are so dull. <laughs> but it's, there are a lot of dull games. Yeah, that's true. But this one is actually very different because it's a, a bank heist yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, and you got to recruit. A bunch of uh, people to be in your crew. Yeah, and you're the inside. You're the insider. Oh. So you're giving out info and then you're there going, oh, no. Like this, at the games, um, you know, comes to a crescendo with you winking, going, oh, no, please don't shoot me, wink, and then end credits roll. Oh, and so the heist never happens. You're just working at a bank. No, once. Well, it's one of those games that works backwards. Oh, yes. I love those games. Yeah, it's one of those ones. You, I, I thought you were a gamer. No, I play like little little farming games and mm. stuff. That one's a bit okay. too advanced for me. Where is Avondale Heights? I feel like I went it's to look in the this west. up before. I feel like it's like on the way to Geelong, but oh, I, could, I could absolutely be wrong. Beautiful spot. Uh, suburb in, in Melbourne, 11 kilometres northwest of Melbourne, Central Business District. Nah, it's not on the way to Geelong at all. Northwest. Beautiful part of Beautiful the world. Part. Beautiful part of the world. Uh, Avondale Heights. Oh, it's like Doesn't sunshine, that just sound Maribyrnong, like, oh, that kind of area. Sunshine, lollipops, love it all. Gorgeous. Beautiful neck of the woods. Do you want to thank our last Patreon? I'd love to thank our last Patreon from Ocala in Florida in the United States. It's Tony Perez. Tony Perez um, invented the game um, uh, Mule mm. and uh, you're a drug mule. Drug meal. <laughs> you got to pick up the drugs. You got to pack it. You got to pack it. You got to pack your own ass. You got to pack your own ass. You got to drive it across a border. And your ass is you. You're the mule. It's a bit of a Grand Theft Auto type. Like you can sort of interact with the world and stuff. Mm. Um, steal cars. To it takes a while drugs. to get the gameplay going um, to walk normally because you are, yeah, you start with a, quite a wide gate as you're getting used to uh, the package. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, that's one of the things. Is you, if if you get past the levels, you you know, you start <laughs> you start walking walking more naturally. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tony, <laughs> for bringing that game into the world. Thank you, Natalie, Reese, Cara, Mike, Matt, Rebecca, Jeff, and Onk. And the last thing we need to do, nay, the last thing we want to do, 
is welcoming a few of our fantastic friends and supporters into the Trip Ditch Club. Now, there's two people to bring in this week. Mm -hmm. Now, without Dave here, he plays the very important role of the hype man. Yeah. Now, are you up for playing that role? No. All right, I'll be the hype man. Okay. You be the band booker. That's his other big job. Yeah, okay, I can do that. I'm standing on the door for new listeners. Uh, Well done for making it this far. Um, We... (laughs) People who have been supporting us on the shout-out level or above on trip uh, on Patreon, they get brought into the Trip Ditch Club. It's a bit of theatre of the mind. I'm the doorman. I've got uh, a clipboard with a list. Mm. I'm about to lift the velvet rope, read out two names. Uh, then I'm also going to be the guy inside who's on the stage hyping you up. Mm. Uh, and Jess is behind the bar. You've normally made a cocktail for people for the after party. I have, yeah. I've called it the Orange Randy. <laughs> Orange. Orange Ricky. Orange Ricky. <laughs> That's a great name for a cocktail. Orange Ricky or yeah. Orange Randy? Uh, I've both. made both. Yeah. <laughs> they are very similar. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so I've got a, I've got a, a, a cocktail, and I've also I've made finger sandwiches, oh, yeah. but I've cut them into all the shapes of, um, of the Tetris pieces. So you got. You know, the bomb, Hero. whatever, Exploder Boy or whatever. Yep. Jeez, big, it wasn't long ago that big I read old, about. Big old boy. Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. Uh, upper Midwest. Reverse Oklahoma. Yeah. Roger or Rabbit. Roger was there. I've I've made all of those <laughs> into sandwiches. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Dave let me know that he booked a band. Yeah. Uh, you said I was booking the band. And you were booking the band. Yeah, because I booked it. Yeah, you. oh, you booked it. Sorry, sorry, I got defensive there. I was just like, what the fuck? Dave told you to book a band? Because so you glad. just told me to book I'm a band. I'm so glad you did because I was starting to sweat. I was about to check my emails. Did I book a band? But well, you've booked a band. I've done it. And uh, I've, I'm pretty excited. I've been trying to get them in for a little while. I have managed to book Human Tetris. Whoa. Um, no, uh, no relation. Um, and so, yeah, we'll be hearing things off their memorabilia album in 2018 mm-hmm. and Things I Don't Need from 2010. They won't be playing their biggest hit, Things I Don't Need, um, just because they're mad at me. And we asked them not to. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, don't worry about that can one. Can you play some of the underground hits? <laughs> yeah, I want the 2010 stuff. Yeah, we want some Thank deep you. cuts, please. Thank you. Uh, that's fantastic. So please do hang around, everyone in the club, to see Human Tetris and grab yourselves an Orange Randy and or... An orange, orange Ricky. Ricky. Yep, and, and a, a sandwich. And a sandwich. Can I just can I just get props, please, that my snacks and drinks weren't fucked this week? Oh, I, is that a bit of a relief for you? That is a relief. Um, I could not, I could not make any bigger props than these. These okay. are the biggest props I could get. Okay. Uh, they are from Star Wars Two. <laughs> Whichever one that was. All right, let's just thank some people. And it's then. A, like a no. I just feel like it's this one is... of those big sort of camels that walks in the sky. I don't even like Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, it's a big prop. It's one of them cam- You know, those big sort of. I think I know what you mean, but like their horns and at what some did you point, think that would be the significance to me? I think Luke's. Oh, was the first movie I could think of because it was mentioned before. What? I'll I'll bring the people in, you hype them up, okay? Okay, fantastic. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Firstly, I would love to welcome into the Trip Ditch Club from Vancouver in Canada, it is Shay Claire. Move Vancouver and make room for Shay Claire, who's not having a mare, she's having a dream. Let's welcome her in, Shay. That's actually not bad. <laughs> 
I think Man. I, I think Whoa. I'm starting to see what holy shit what the expectation is of this role, and Dave is bad at it. <laughs> You're right. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, and then and finally, thank God, there's only two. I would love to thank from Royersford, Pennsylvania. Michael Maltman. We can't Royersford not to have him in. Welcome in, Michael Maltman. We can't Royersford afford. Yep. Uh, uh, Michael Maltman, it's good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nailed that. Yeah, good right. stuff. See, this is what I Michael mean. Maltman, it's good to see you. Man, it's good to see you. Yeah. Man, it's good to there see you. There it is. Yeah. I think it needed the inflection. I don't want an old man. I want you, Michael Maltman. That's nice. You know I, what I, mean? I do want an old man, though. Yeah. Oh, it'd be great. Michael, if you could bring an old man as well, man. that'd Jeez, be fantastic. Please. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So thank you very much to Michael and Shay for joining us. Shay, can't wait to become au fait with you, Shay Claire. <laughs> Move Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, you've already Make done it. Make some room. You've literally done it. You don't have to revisit it. We can't Roy as Ford not to. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> I'm going to boot this home. Um, uh, thank We're going to treat thank- you like a royal from Royersford. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you would like to suggest a topic, you can do so over at dogoonpod.com. There's a link there. There's also a link in the show notes. Also over at dogoonpod.com, you can find uh, information about live shows, Um uh, I don't know, do other stuff. I can't find fault, man. You're the malt man. You can buy merch. Michael Malt Man. You can buy merch over there. You can find us at Do Go On Pod on social media. Um, and until next week. Don't worry about any <laughs> Claire's and Graces. We got Shay Claire. Until next week. She's we'll say, chill. Well, they're chill. <laughs> thank you and goodbye. Later. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.